I just saw like one of those like really cringy TikToks where it was like, did you know 50 Cent got that dog in him? And it was like, <laughs> okay, and yeah. I was just like, I'm going to just vibe for a second and watch this. I was going to say. Yeah. And he was like, 50 Cent, the Thanos of rap. And I'm like, I like that. I think that's fair, though. <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. It's a good title for him, yeah. even though when he existed, TikTok or anything like that. No, yeah. Really the internet was barely a thing when G unit was ruling the charts. Only thing he snapped was only thing he snapped was Ja Rule. Shortly followed by Floyd Mayweather. Oh my god. The Floyd Mayweather read a page of a Harry Potter book. Oh my god. It's that's funny. I'm sorry. That's that's Thanos. Fuck the bucket ice. Oh my god. Okay, I needed that. Okay. All right, gentlemen. yeah, no, we recorded. Okay. The entire 50 cent thing is here. Uh, welcome to the Unpaid Nobody's podcast. Uh, like, subscribe, YouTube stuff. Um, Get that out the way. Love that. Happy Utopia Eve, everybody. It's a big if you're seeing this, Utopia is out and the internet has decided it's great or awful. Yeah. Uh, no in between. No in between. Fans are coming up with theories of what every single thing means, what every picture means, what every sound means. Yeah, it's it's insane, dude. Travis, Travis Scott fans just love the Da Vinci Code, and it's like... I, I saw a post of someone saying that his wife was going to give birth. I saw. I said that to you. Yeah, Fantano was talking about it, where it was like, my wife is going to give birth. And then it's like, end the thing, spoilers for the news, it ended up getting canceled. <laughs> yep. So uh, it, we've got some passionate fans out there that are insane. That's there was it. another one. This album yeah. more than the newborn. <laughs> there was another one just like that where this guy sold his house. Yeah, nope. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, it, it's insane. just like what a dumb I idiot. I hope it's not real. I just hope I hope it's yeah. I hope he's flexing for the internet. But like, if not. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> the the clout of unwise real estate transactions. Yeah. Um, but shall we dive in? Shall we dive in? We got yeah. Uh, let's get right into it. Fair amount of um, stuff. So this week we got two big releases. Yes, um, we've already been talking about it. Travis Scott has arrived. Utopia is coming out tonight after the five year break. It has been the biggest news all the past week or so. Uh, well, last year we had, or last year, last week we had K-pop come out and a whole bunch of cover albums or concept yeah. cover albums and stuff. It's just a lot going on. It's a, um, it's a, it's a rollout that had great potential. Great potential. It was co- conceptually very sound, <laughs> but actually, in the final hour, I'm looking back and I'm like, this was kind of a bummer. Like it was, like not like in a way. That you know, if Utopia comes out and it's very good, like none of this shit will matter. Yeah, it won't really matter. Yeah, and truth be told, if Utopia comes out and it's pretty bad too, none of this shit will matter either. But like, it is as like a bummer to look back on it and be like, oh shit, that listening party from the pyramids that sounded very cool. Yep, and someone actually was posting about that, and like, I get kind of defensive at first just because like I am a Travis Scott fan, but like in reality, we get like a billboard. And he's been walking around with the case, and there's been some random totem in in Texas. But that's literally all we've gotten for a rollout. Yeah, it's not that much concern. And the single, 
in the single. Yes. Yeah, in the single, which who, who even knows if it's going to be on the album? I think almost certainly it will. I honestly uh, think it will be. I was re-listening to it today. Yeah, I think it will be. Though it's transitioning from another song. Yeah. So I, I think it will be. Yeah. To be fair, there was the release of the black and olive Travis Jordan one lows. That, that, that that was at the that was at the very start. Yeah, because and it, they timed it exactly the way they did for Astroworld when the the blue fours came out. The Blue Forest came out like, what, a month and a half, month before, and built up all this hype. And then that kind of carried into singles coming out and then into Astroworld coming out. Yeah, that actually does make sense. So, I mean, technically, if you count that, I mean, it's it's more involved than other artists, but we I think we hold him to a higher bar because of how integrated he is into like all these different forms of media. Plus, there's a film coming out. Yeah, there's tomorrow. a film. Yeah, there's the film. Yeah, that that's interesting. But like, once again, like, what what is it gonna be? Right? Like, I'm, I have no idea. Like, it, the Harmony Corinne's involved. There's a good chance this is gonna be a big waste of time. I gotta be honest. Honestly, I think it's gonna be like Look, Mom, I Can Fly, but just like done by him, not with like Netflix or anything. Where it's like yeah. the making of the album, because that's what Look, Mom, I Can Fly is. It's like yeah. the making of Astroworld through like the tracks or whatever. Yeah. But I think it's going to be that for like traveling the world to make Utopia or something. Yeah. What are the odds we walk out of the theater? <laughs> Probably like, pretty what? low. Like I've walked out <laughs> of only like four movies in my life. Okay. I thought you meant because people were going to rage and trample us or something. But Oh, yeah. no. Dude, if people are raging at the movie theater, I'm just... Yeah, that's, no. that's, <laughs> that's society. Society that's is going... Else. Dude, if you mosh at the movie theater, I hate you. That's... <laughs> That is ice Popular take. That is ice take. Like you go. That is terrible. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're excited for that coming out. We also have Post Malone. Um, it's dropping Austin. This is the return after I don't know how many years to be he honest. Dropped an year. album last year. Was it yeah. last? Yeah. He Twelve Carat Toothache was last year. Yeah. Yeah, he's off my radar. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, no, but, he's. I'm not. I I have a lot less hate for Post Malone than I have at some points, but I also don't really care. Like, I respect I'm, that he's gone full pop. Like, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, but I'm not a fan either. <laughs> that is I don't know. Awesome. I I kind of savored the pre Malone days. The pre Malone days, really? Yeah. It was a different time. Uh, I miss White okay. Iverson. That was the one good Post Malone song. Do you remember White Iverson? White yeah, Iverson. it comes up in my likes all the time. Yeah, White yeah. Iverson. Oh, all right. So, we also got some singles. Yeah. Um, Go this down actually on came it. out during the week. This is already out. But Drake and Central C dropped their freestyle the on the radar freestar, freestyle. Um, I did listen to it, or parts of it, actually. It was actually pretty decent for what it was. I haven't listened to it. I, I saw it came out, but I have not listened to music today. That's fair. It, it wasn't like a, an official release or anything. I don't think it's on streaming platforms. But... I saw it pop up on my streaming. Like it... it did? Yeah, I saw it pop up this morning on Spotify. I opened it for a second. Oh, maybe they added it. I don't know. But regardless, it's, it's very lighthearted, very easy to listen to. It's just like it's a freestyle. You don't really get a lot of freestyles nowadays. In my opinion, we should get more. We should get more. That yeah. I agree. 
Um, we have Offset and Cardi B coming out with a song, Jealousy. This which is, is actually, toxic. Yeah, this is very weird considering their relationship. Um, and apparently, I'm, it is a music video pairing with it, I'm pretty sure. Excellent. Um, oh, because that's the topic today. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it, it all comes together. <laughs> we also have Gucci Mane coming out with Wappenheimer. That's which the I greatest name. At first, in the fact that's the greatest this, name of all time. I love it. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> this is the highlight of Wappenheimer. Like truly, like <laughs> this just funny name is just taking over the entire oh, culture. It, it's such a good wait, Jasper. Have you seen it? You still haven't seen it, right? I have story about this. We're gonna sidetrack oh, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. I am so fucking salty. So I spent the weekend visiting my sweet little grandma in New Mexico, Santa Fe specifically, which is hour and a half driving distance from Los Alamos, which yeah. is where every, yeah. all the research and everything was done. The hype for Oppenheimer in the entire state was fucking fever pitch. It was we, got, we, yeah. we tried to get tickets. We tried to get tickets. There's a movie theater in town called Violet Crown. There's like four movie theaters in Santa Fe. It's not a huge city. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them was sold out. I, I was looking on Friday night, the 21st. I was looking Friday, the 21st. I look for available shows. I go to the apps for these four different theaters. The earliest date available where the theaters are not sold through every single showing, August 8th. That's still insane. It's insane. Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. The, the the theaters were booked solid. I've literally never seen that before. I saw this. I saw this chart. I, did, I don't know. How... I did see this. The are you talking about the political one where they map it like with red states? Positive to negative twenty. That yeah. one. And then uh, yeah. like New Mexico Dude. was like the outlier. Like it was like. It was like New Mexico and Washington, like Washington State or something, were yeah. up. But like most of the country was like more pink as far as like general hype and like yeah. consumer excitement for the for Barbie. Yeah. Oppenheimer was blue, out of a score of twenty being fanaticism. New Mexico was at a sixteen. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's the it only was... state above above ten. I I saw like a video about that, just like showing like because <sighs> like they overlapped it with a political map and it's like yeah. it lines up. And, like, I think it's so clear that it's just, like, the difference is education, right? Like, more educated states tend to vote Democrat, and they tend to have less kids. And, <laughs> they, I guess this and more, like, less educated, uh, or more educated states, like Illinois. And, like, less educated states have more kids. And when you have more kids, which movie are you going to see? Not Oppenheimer. Like, <laughs> Did you all see that terrible take that Sam, Sam Altman had about it, too? No, I didn't see so Sam Altman is the CEO of OpenAI, right? Oh yeah. Um, he and for people who don't know, OpenAI is the company that makes ChatGPT, all that yeah. stuff, whatever. Um, he tweeted that he's like, "Wow, really? Let me see if I can find it." But he's basically like, really disappointed that the uh, Oppenheimer movie wasn't something that inc- would encourage kids to get into science and get excited about physics. Let's get that movie made. And it's like, you hear about that. It's like, sir, did that you is did not, you watch the yeah, movie? That did is you not did, an appropriate? Know the bodies? Yeah. <laughs> God, and it was it was like an insanely good movie. I got to see it at in seventy mil at the music box. Mm. Fantastic. Here it is. Yeah, 
I, I found it. I found it. I was here's the exact tweet. Tweet quote: I was hoping that Oppenheim, the Oppenheimer movie, would inspire a generation of kids to be physicists, but it really missed the mark on that. Enter. Wow. Let's get that movie made. Parentheses. I think the Social Network managed to do this for startup founders. Unquote. First off, that is an <laughs> awful take on the Social Network. Yeah. I know because I think Oppenheimer <laughs> and the Social Network are actually very similar movies. The Social Network is probably my favorite movie of all time. Uh, and they're very similar movies because they're beautifully shot movies about dudes talking in rooms and they're about the guy who ends up destroying the planet. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going in and anybody, clicking on that tweet, anybody who it's... like watches the social network and thinks I'm going to do a startup on the list, absolutely Completely unhinged. The list. <laughs> it's like the people who watch Wolf of Wall Street and think they're gonna get into like stocks. Yeah, it's and it's, it's like that's not how it works, dude. Like you're not gonna do drugs that, all the time. You not, gotta... Yeah, like so this is a Wendy's. Yeah, like you might as well watch The Wire and get in the crack. Like <laughs> no, no, yeah. I mean, sorry. I was gonna say this is actually insane. I pulled up the map because I've never seen it. Every state lines up. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And yeah. W- one of the one of the replies to the Sam Altman tweet that I saw was someone who was like, yeah, Oppenheimer was too doomer and political. I'm like, I'm sorry. Was the movie about nuclear apocalypse too doomer for you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck you. Dude, it's so good. It also has really it has something I really enjoyed about the movie is it has a very accurate depiction of labor politics which is very rarely done and very well-timed if you know what's going on in Hollywood right now. Uh, yes. That's a good point. Yeah, so I thought the movie was excellent. I just wish he learned how to mix dialogue. He learned how to write it. He has not learned how to mix dialogue yet. Like, <laughs> it's worth pointing out, I just went on Twitter to pull the tweet, and it the X rebrand has actually happened. It's oh, now it's an X instead of the bird. Good. Yeah. I, I, so I don't care. Like, thank, thank you, Elon. Thank you, Elon. Now I can have StockX and TwitterX right next to each other on, oh, on the phone. Oh my boy. god! I, Eventually, we'll get a new app icon. I can't wait for him to go to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. major time to ground control. All right. So, are we getting into the news now? Let's do yes. it. Um, getting into the actual news. This has been kind of like the biggest news trend. Yeah, this has kind of been like the thing everyone's talking about. I, I have mixed emotions on it or mixed opinions on it. But essentially, Doja Cat is in the news right now. I believe the original tweet that happened was that somebody or some of the fans were calling themselves the kittens. Yeah. Which is technically a name that Doja Cat actually came up with when she was much younger. Um, and she pretty much immediately shut it down. Not just did she shut it down, <coughs> she told her friends that if any one of you call yourself the kittens, then you need to get off the internet and help your parents with the rent. Which wasn't very well received. No, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it's it, like it, that's a punch right at your target demographic. <laughs> yep, and then it kept building on top of that. There were many other instances apparently where I saw some of the tweets, and proud. it's like it's very, kind of. It's kind of unhinged. It At is. the same time, a couple of the things she was saying wasn't wrong. I don't think I don't think she was wrong. Like no. I think she was 
You know, she's like, oh, it's kind of weird how much people care about celebrities on the internet. It's it's a. Fine I think line. she's right. I think she's right. Like I, I know. And, and like it, but it is one of those things where it's still like really faux pas and cringy to like verbalize it. You know what I mean? I I understand her desire to not have a following that gains a reputation. I, I think that's kind of like where she's going with this. Is like she wants to kind of shut that down so that she doesn't have like Swifties as it were like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like there's a way to do it tactfully and it's, it's just make music that appeals to more people and, you know, do it on merit. You know, I also don't think it's a, it's a, a coincidence that she's coming out with an album. That's a complete departure from her pop sounds. No. Yeah, for sure. I don't think that's a coincidence. So and one, and one, I do think like how much of this is calculated hype. Exactly. That's what I said. It might be intentional because she wants to break free of well, the meme. She was literally known as the meme person for no. a very long time. It's how she came on the scene. She's wearing a literally cow outfit. Yeah, the cow thing. The cow um, shit, yeah. So, it, it is what it is. I heard that she's lost hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. She still has 2 point or yeah. 25.6 million. So, I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> yeah, didn't she lose like 380,000 or something like yeah, that? It was, yeah. it was a lot. So, It'll be interesting to see where that goes and how she plays. Yeah, which is insane because I think she had one of the best singles of the year so far. She did. That that was a super solid intro. Yeah. Hopefully the album's like that. It was yeah. not K-pop. <laughs> it was no, much better. It was not. Yeah, it was very good. Um, But going back to, well, the main drop coming out tomorrow yeah. or tonight. Yeah. Uh, the Pyramids is officially canceled. canceled. Yeah, so... Travis Scott supposed to debut the Utopia at the Pyramids of Giza, which would admittedly a very a very ambitious goal to begin with. Yeah, um, <laughs> don't know how he would have got clearance. I don't know how he would have. However, at the same time, like, how the fuck do you announce that before you get it? Like, Frank Ocean is laughing also, right now. Yeah, but Frank it's Ocean. also. I don't know. I have a lot more respect for just canceling it. To be completely yeah. real with you, I like if you if you, I I do I, that is like the one posi- position I have is that like I'm happy he like canceled it and didn't just do it very badly because like I, I have no idea. I could be wrong. I don't know what the details are, but like, what was the original plan? Was that ever announced? Because like, no way he's gonna be on the period. I thought, it was just, it like, was the sp- I thought it was just like in this. I thought it was like in front of it. In front of it. Okay. That was my. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like in the area of the pyramids. It wasn't like on the pyramids or anything. Valid. Valid. Well, yeah, because that's like a protected site. Nobody can do that's that. That's really what I was going to say. Red Bull. Red, Red Bull recently did a thing where they had a guy parasail over the pyramids, like from a plane, and he came within like ten feet of the top, and I had to do like some crazy waiver with the government to like I'll yeah. even allow them to do it or something like that, something insane. I mean, it, it makes sense. I get it. That's like literally history. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in some other news that we got going on, there has been some news revealed about Tyler the Creator. Yeah, some it lore. There was a lore yeah. drop. Tyler. Lore. <laughs> it's like when um, you find like a scroll in Skyrim, and you're like. All right. <laughs> I found a oh, just continuing game talk. I think there should be an Elder Scrolls game set in Atlanta. I've been saying this for years. God damn it. Even work, Brandon. I don't know, but you just do missions for Gucci Mang and get shouts. 
I think it would work. What what shouts are there in the six? You would have to create whole new ones, and I assume they'd be ad libs. Jesus Christ! Do what? <laughs> that slows time. Like. <laughs> Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> Just have GTA based in Atlanta. That's literally all you need. <laughs> no, I want it to be magic. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yes, uh, we did find. Yeah, some so we lore. got some lore about um, Tyler the Creator, Jasper's favorite little baby. Future. You know the details, Jasper. This is this is your guy. So he was just on some some podcast. And he was talking about the fact that he was invited over to. He said one of Jay-Z's homes in the L.A. area. And they sat down and they had tacos together. <laughs> and Jay-Z offered to sign him. And he goes, man, you're cool, but no. Yeah, that sounds Which good. is, like, wild. I'm, I'm really curious what his motivation is, because I didn't really hear that part of it. Like, I don't know if he really went into it. But <clears throat> I'm curious what what about it wouldn't have gelled for him, because that's, like... You can be signed to Jay Z and Jay Z's label and not be, you know, constrained by it. I mean, look at Uzi. Yeah, true. Like Uzi got out of a bad deal going to going to Rockefeller. So I'm curious because I'm assuming the signing was pre the new Tyler, <laughs> the old Tyler. I'm assuming. I don't know exactly when it was. That it wasn't really touched on. Yeah, that was the big question I had. Was like, which era is it? Because like. I think point. it would have been like very different trajectories. Like, you know, yeah. if you if he picked up Goblin era Tyler, that would have been a very, you know, that's a completely different person at that point. You know, if you picked him up, at, you know, after Cherry Bomb. OK, well, maybe it's just like pretty similar. Yeah. No. So I do think that's interesting, Lauren. I do always love finding this stuff about it. I'm, I'm a very inside baseball kind of guy. Like, I just mm-hmm. love to know, like, the little details and how these things come together. So this stuff is always, like, really interesting to come to life. Now, is there is there one of these two labels that you would have preferred them on? I, I assume it's Rockefeller, right? Like, Yeah, you get more tools, more yeah, access like, stuff. Who's on Bad Boy? I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Is Glorilla? Maybe. I think Glorilla might be. Who is on Bad Boy? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I'm actually curious. Yeah. French Montana. So. Yeah, I mean, to no one. All all questions all questions lead back to French Montana. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to hold it but laugh. I was at one point. Yeah. Oh, Janelle Monet, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give him that. Machine Cal- Machine Who, who's Caliucci's? Who's Caliucci's on? Is she signed to a label? I don't know. I thought she was. I don't even know. Uh, Little John is, but he's not making music yeah. anymore. So it says their current roster is Puff oh, Daddy, Machine Janelle Monet, Machine Gun Kelly, Bow Wow, and Quincy. French Montana was on until 2022. Yikes. Uh, Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. That's a that is a weird mix. Like <laughs> You know, yeah. I have never looked up bad boy records and it makes sense. Yeah. Pitbull <laughs> was on their record for a year. <laughs> oh, Diddy, what happened? <laughs> yeah, the this notorious is B. I. G. is probably Yeah, man. The 
biggest thing. Yeah. The only thing. So yeah, so it's Rockefeller. It's Rockefeller. <laughs> it was Rockefeller. We could have gotten the the ever prophesized Tyler Belly collab. <laughs> oh boy. It's, it's it goes hard. Need. Big if true. Big if true. Called, ah. <laughs> in this time period where aliens exist and global warming is global boiling. And yet we, this, could we you need. imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if someone came up to you in 2013, right? Like right before, because the internet dropped, and they looked at you and they said, "Hey, just so you know, aliens will be real before you get the chance to childish tape." Just so you know. <laughs> Agony even. Pain. Real pain. <laughs> but um But yeah, no, so that's uh That was interesting. Should we talk about aliens? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a nice little time yeah. step where we are in history, but aliens have been quote unquote confirmed by the government. I don't know. Like there's government whistleblowers and like they're testifying under Congress. I haven't like super looked into it because like kind of think this shit's a psyop trying to get our mind off the ball. Okay. Uh, but but it also could be fucking aliens, dude. Like it could be real in the fact that like the immediate response of everyone is let's meme the hell out of this. Yeah dude. Pretty much shows us where question, we are. Question question you <laughs> Okay, so here's what we're going to do right now. You are going to able to pull up on Spotify one song to show the aliens. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not like this. Yeah. <laughs> I go with Steppa Pig from Scaring the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no. I'm like, this is very normal to us. <laughs> It's just gonna set them completely off. <laughs> this, this is our great works. Like, God damn. I know what I'm gonna show that them. or uh, Groove Street by Groove Street Party by uh, Waka Flocka. My <laughs> choice, my choice would be STFU by uh, Pink Guy. Yeah. <laughs> the artist currently known as Joji. Yeah. <laughs> do you both know? Do you both know that song? Yeah. STFU? I, I don't know that song, yeah. but I'm aware of Pink Guy. Oh my God. I might have to send you both a link right now. I'm going to do Gotham style for the meme. <laughs> so, STFU actually has rap in it. I don't I don't trust it. I'm not, I'm we're not it doing that right now. <laughs> I'm doing it. We're not doing it right now. It's too late. Jesus Christ. He has a whole album as Pink Guy? Yeah. yeah Before he, he was Joji, that was his thing. He just dropped music, meme music. This is, this is not what I needed. Truly, truly the sad boy's Doja Cat. It's 33 <laughs> Facts. No. It's 33 songs. I don't trust it. Oh, my God. Anyway. Jasper, there's something about Drake you wanted to talk about for once in her life. Yes. For once in your life, um, you want to acknowledge the most popular hip-hop artist on the planet. Like Life has imitated art. <laughs> <laughs> the 36G woman has been located. Imme- maybe not immediately, but post-haste. <laughs> It was pretty fast, to be honest. For Very those of fast, you who yeah. don't know, fans throwing bras on stage at Drake, and Drake's picking them up like he does, and he picks one up, and it's like he holds it up, it's like half the length of his body, and he looks at it, and he reads the tag, and he goes into the mic, and he goes, 36G, looks around, locate this woman immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and the internet loved it. 
and then <laughs> and then she wound up posting a video online of like it was me and she's like in yeah. the bathroom at the show or some shit like i don't know what the context was but they actually showed the video of her throwing it they had... yeah like from like it was like over the shoulder like good third person <laughs> yeet it surprisingly works and and what's even crazier this is literally the Drake effect, and I was going to talk about this super shortly and not like go overdo ahead, it. Go ahead. But like, she's signed to Playboy now. That's insane. Yeah, she literally has a contract with Playboy just because she threw a bride Drake. That's ridiculous. Our move. Is she is she is she hot? I don't know. I haven't seen a picture of her. I will let you look it up and take a look at yourself. Okay. But like uh, on top of that, the reason I was saying that the um, Nocta Nike fleece came out last night. And, like, I was going to go for some because I've always wanted Nike fleece. And I was like, okay, why not just knock out the Drake merch because I don't have any yet. No. I'll do it both. Two, two birds and one stone. They resell for, like, $600, $700. Pain. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Pain. Just because his name's on it. Yeah. It no, it's insane. It's insane. Merch is, uh, merch is a racket. I participate in it. That's like the one racket I'll like just be like, yeah, just take my money and give me the hoodie. Astroworld. <laughs> Astroworld was like that. Yeah. Yep. I, um, I, I feel like from Yeezus tour onward, we saw a lot of that. Yeah. It's like TV merch. Just oh. like insanely overpriced or, or like, like just really going out of the way based on who designed it too. Like that was when Jerry Lorenzo got really big. So like, Jesus tour and then even like Justin Bieber was it the purpose tour where he had like the merch for that that was like done by Jerry Lorenzo and that skyrocketed just because of who it was designed by not even people who necessarily liked Bieber yeah, yeah. that's true I mean it's just becoming it's already been a major piece of the hip-hop culture fashion is fully ingrained but like it's just been really commercialized lately and it, yeah it is what it is I get it yeah it's a yeah. market speaking of merch the transition yeah the well like i'll say that like one of i saw beyonce when she was in chicago in the renaissance store and obviously we stopped for merch and i gotta say like she probably had like one of the best just like spreads because she had like 50 dollar oh, like tour shirts that were like gorgeously designed but they were like you know not they're 55 dollars, but that's not obscene for like a tour shirt from like a big no. stadium tour yeah. but she had everything from like that to like a hundred dollar hoodie, two hundred and fifty dollar blue ivy stuff, like a five hundred dollar jumpsuit, like it was everything, yeah. right? From like the you designer blue ivy all the way down to like, you know, a really solidly w- well put together, like tour merchandise. So yeah, that mean, was like the first time I've ever seen like that, you know, which was really something cool. It was really cool to be like, oh, sick! Like everyone can buy merch. Like this is like a complete experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that that because uh, when we got there, we got there relatively late. We were like at the merch stand maybe 15 minutes before the show started, and like they still had everything in stock. Like, and I'm willing to bet if that's like one of the reasons. That's sad. I mean, if you think about the demographic, yeah, that's been more than Drake. Like, and like also, also like in terms of scale, like I'm sure like this is, I'm sure there was more merch at Soldier Field than there was for Summer Smash. Right, oh, yeah. just like because of just like the scale of it, you know, this was every bit as big as the uh, the Donda experience, both in terms of how many people were there, mm-hmm. and in terms of just like the scale of the show. Like, I don't think her performance space would have fit inside the United Center. 
let alone like where everyone was sitting, the standing room, mm-hmm. not let alone all that. It was. It took them like a whole side, right? It was. Yeah, it took up an entire side and then it came out. And then she did a bunch of like aerial stuff, too. Jesus. Which was just insane. And like, obviously, like there is just. This was just a level of show that like I've never seen before. Right. Like in some ways, it's the best show I've ever seen. Right. Because like it was the spectacle, the spectacle of it, the talent of it, because like when she came out at first, she came out in like an evening gown and like she just stood there with like the with like the spotlight on her and just sang. Mm -hmm. There was no dancing. There was no she just sang. And it was insane. <laughs> I can only imagine. And then she does it a mil- like she does like a million costume changes. The vibe changes a million times. She does all the classics. Boy, you want to talk about hits? Like when we saw Future, like we were like, oh my god, all these hits. All the hits, right? Oh my Just god, all. The- <laughs> I mean, it, you're right. It's Beyonce. It's, she has been a main star in our lives since now forever. Yeah, as long as I've been listening to music, and I will say there was one point where I was like, she really teased the the Kendrick appearance. She really because that would have been insane. She did when she was doing stuff for uh, Lemonade, right? She did stuff. Mm -hmm. It was like Renaissance and Lemonade together, and she did this song she did with Kendrick on that album. And before that, for like a minute and a half, they played like a house music remix of All Right. Damn. Yeah. I would have been. (laughs) I would have been ready to pop And then they cut into the song he did. I I forget which one it is, but the one he did on Lemonade. Mm -hmm. And then they did it with, I think it was Savior. It was one of the songs off Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Right before they did the uh, America Has a Problem. Dude, she was really playing into it. Yeah, she was really. Like, I looked at, like, I was talking to my girl. and She was like, I'm shocked Kendrick Lamar did not come out. And like if if that would have happened, it would have been just yeah, the no. <laughs> most insane <laughs> thing that has ever occurred. So yeah, I'm just like pure scale, pure talent. Like she was out there really singing, really dancing. It it was unlike anything, right? And no yeah. doubt, yeah. And like the the re- <laughs> you remember we talked about when we saw Drake. And we were like, oh, honestly, never mind. Like, you put it in this context, and it just sounds a lot different, and it works a lot better. I'm sure it's even better. Renaissance is like, yeah, like, what if a 10 out of 10 album had that same effect? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, (laughs) right? Like, an album that's actually good, not in this context, but actually putting it, yeah, it's like a 10 out of 10 on its own. And then, like, yeah, so now it's a 20 out of 10. (laughs) Yeah, so she fucking killed it. Uh, when we were walking back, everyone out there asked if she brought out any special guests. Oh, yeah. I was crossing my fingers for Kelly Rowland. I really wanted Kelly Rowland and Michelle to come out. Pretty cool. Yeah. And she did some Destiny Child songs. It's kind of shocking that she wouldn't bring anyone, but at the same time, like, she doesn't. She do- had, like, a whole suite of dancers. Oh. Right? And, like, I don't know who they are, but they're big in, like, the LGBTQ, like, ballroom scene. And, like, Rachel, oh, okay. knew, Rachel knew who they all were. Okay. Right. So like she was like, Oh my god, I can't believe these people are here. Again, feeding uh, into the audience. Yeah, you know feeding to the audience. Yep. It was it was spectacular. It was really unlike anything I've ever seen. It's 
it kind of like makes you wonder like what are the limits on like a hip hop show like yeah because like even Donda like could you have done Donda as a live performance I think so yeah I mean, I think we're spoiled as well because we actually saw the Donda experience. If we, yeah, if we get to her and we saw it, it wouldn't have matched up. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and plus, like you know, touring was obviously going to be a big question at that point. So, it it was in in terms of stagecraft, just one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like the last song she did, she rode a horse around the rafters of Soldier Field and sung like the song "Summer Renaissance." It was. bad woman that's a she, dangerous woman yeah. <laughs> like and she she also really teased the megan the stallion like Ooh. appearance yeah because she did savage and right. like they she did the original version and then they switched the beat right i kind of forget how involved she still is because like she doesn't really drop her own albums that often yeah so they're huge forget. events right like because yeah, exactly. you know she hasn't dropped a big one since lemonade i was about to say plus yeah. your fan base will literally kill <laughs> yeah so. yeah and like actually like getting ready for this concert is how I like arrived at like oh I want to talk about this mm-hmm. topic. So tonight we're talking about visuals, music videos, visual experiences, visual albums, print everything. Uh and before leading up to the Renaissance tour, me and my girl watched all the Beyonce uh video uh visual albums. We watched the Coachella experience. We watched Black is King, the Lion King one, and we watched Lemonade. And, man, it really is like an untapped, like, I mean, I wouldn't say untapped because there's definitely enough to talk about. Mm -hmm. But it really is like, man, this, I wish more artists were playing in this realm of like really trying to create a one-to-one experience between the music and a visual. That is true. It does talk a lot. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get our main. Sure co- yeah, right into it. Yeah, let's get right into it. What okay. are when I? What do you guys think? Like music videos? Like what? what how do we start this? I don't know. <laughs> you mean, seen those funky moving pictures lately? Have you seen those <laughs> weird Nickelodeons? Like, <laughs> I mean, oh kind of going off of what you're saying there. Actually, though. I, I don't want to say it's an untapped like potential to add that onto like your discography and like what you can do as an artist, but I will say like it is very rare you see it as an improvement. It's always yeah. kind of just something on the side or something or just like marketing that. material, right? Like Literally. it, you can tell the difference. Yeah, and it, it really it but it, it seems like ever since Thriller, which is really when like music videos came to like the forefront, right? Mm. Um. There's been a push and a pull between like, you know, are these something you put on MTV to promote the album sales or is it like Thriller, like a piece of art in and of its own? Right. So like it kind of, you know, it's kind of like a movie in that sense where it's like, you know, there's this. There's this economic reason why it exists. And then there's also a creative level and there's like a push and a pull. And then, you you know, you, you have examples like this is America, which is just like all the way on one Top side tier. right yeah. and then you have like a little baby music video or except <laughs> that one he did that exact that's actually a really bad example because there was that's that one music there was that political music video he did that was actually that incredible right but the like you know one. what i mean like a kevin <laughs> gates music video which are cool like they can have like really cool cinematography and they can bring like really cool craft 
mm-hmm. you know, like um, one of the music videos that like stands out to me is humble, like always. And like, that's not like a completely like insanely conceptual music video, but just like, there's so much wild shit going on that it just like blows your yeah. mind. It's a lot right. that plays into it. And there's still like, if it's not a concept, it's at least a theme. Yeah. And like, that's something I've noticed as well. Not even to be like an old head, like, oh, the new rap, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like you find in certain artists that are more experienced and older, you find more conceptual things put together into their albums yeah. where it's not a list of hits. So like the music videos that are paired with the actual album play into the story that they're trying to tell. Yeah. Whereas like a lot of the newer stuff, all my songs are hits. So I'm just going to make a hit music video and I'm yeah. going to dance in front of it. And it's yeah, going to be girls and money and, and it know, fancy crane shots. And like, look, sometimes like it's, it really works. Like I'd be lying if I said I don't enjoy music videos mm. on that level. I really like the um, the ASAP Ferg one, uh, the um, work remix video, work. Okay. which is very much that you know. But like, you know, I think it's dope. I think it's visually really entertaining. So I guess yeah. like my question for both of you and Jasper, you could start this. Is like, how much do the visuals matter to you? Like when it comes to like your emotional connection to any given album, right? To, yeah. Go on. To me, yes, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, and this is going to be surprising for someone who's such a fan. Like a lot of people are going to be surprised by this. I think all of our many listeners. I didn't love Sycamore the first time I just heard it, mm-hmm. but once I saw the visuals, it made me want to keep coming back, and then I really understood yeah. like why the song was special. I just the the tonal shift halfway through is something that I I like really, really liked the first half and thought the second half was a good bit weaker, but it's one of those things where just seeing the way it comes together and seeing the stylistic shift in the video as well helps me like contextualize why it happens and I think that's a that's a that's a big thing for me is like appreciating the context of a of a piece of music based on visuals that accompany it, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I really like narratives in, in music videos of some kind. If it's like the video d- d- has nothing to do with what's going on in the song, it doesn't really do it for me. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's really captivating when it's something that really adds to the experience in some way. Yeah. See, like, I'm very much with you in that it, for, as far as like my emotional connection to like any given album, the visuals are more than anything else layered into that. Yeah. Right? I do think like when I'm trying to be critical and I'm trying to like really think about an album, I try and separate everything out, everything else out. But mm-hmm. I just can't deny that like when it comes to just like my personal preference that it plays a huge factor. Yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of two schools of thought, right? You could take the purest approach of like the music is the music and that is what we should evaluate. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, in a lot of ways, a music video is an artistic extension of a piece of art already, right? So it's like, where do you draw that line? A lot of times, especially if it's something that's tightly integrated, like something that releases with it. For a good, And a good example of that might be um, Lemonade, just like in general. Lemonade's a really, really great example because like that, yeah, where they, it's almost a one-to-one experience. Mm-hmm. Or you, you see other people who really blend media styles like childish gambino where you've got the music videos for 3005 and for specifically telegraph ave and like the the setting and the tone that that takes 
And you see that setting and that tone reflected in other projects that he works on. Guava Island, for example. And it's like, are they are they directly related? No. But there's yeah. like an aesthetic choice and direction that's been carried through. And it's clear that this is part of the artistic totally. focus of multiple projects, right? Yeah, so. it's, yeah. There are definitely, I would I want to call them exceptions, even though I don't want like the baggage that has. But like, yeah. it's because it is a small minority of projects. But there are like projects that, yeah, like they kind of live and live and die off the visuals. I don't think it's an accident that Lemonade and Because the Internet are both projects that I think do stand on their own very strongly. Yeah, because uh, I I think ultimately I don't think visuals can save a bad album. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. the music itself has to be good first. Yeah. yeah like so, and I think like that's that's a part of it. Um, but yeah, no, I, and I also think like it's a ma- major part of how you identify with the artist. Like, and I have a uh, a video essay I did that has a couple thousand, like a couple hundred, maybe a thousand views about Brockhampton and their music video styles, and like they had a vo- like a very specific, like yes. locked in vibe, right? And, and even the for- and it worked for them perfectly, right? And because this is another thing I want to talk to you guys because I think like music videos have changed dramatically within the time frame of like our, our interaction with the the genre because right around 2010 2011 that was when like relatively high end digital video equipment got affordable and was able to get in the hands of people who were making like music videos yeah. you know i think like the for me personally i don't know if it was the first person who did <coughs> but to me like i remember very cleanly like i got in the mac miller cuz i found his music videos on youtube man like I the early ones, like, like, uh, don't mind if I do, and like Kool Aid and frozen pizza and stuff like that, right? And in mm-hmm. the '90s, you know, like, sure, Mac Miller probably would have came up on the skill he had on the music itself, but like, he just would not have had the equipment to go out and shoot a music video, right? Like, it cost yeah. thousands, like tens of thousands yeah. more dollars, right? So he was. And then it seems like artists ever since then have just been iterating on that and iterating on that and iterating on that. Like Chance the Rapper did that really well with Acid Rap. Uh, in a completely different way, I think Chief Keef. Like, granted, they're very DIY, like, Snapchat story, Twitter <laughs> story, like, Twitter, like, uh, like video kind of, like, visuals. But it reinforces the music, though. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the guy wearing the success, the store hoodie and the don't like video. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. That's yeah. like real Chicago shit. Yeah. What about you, Purvis? How important are visuals to you? Um, I mean, if I'm being honest, the way that I normally do learn and like just have adapted this throughout my like experience in school yeah. and college and stuff, I'm a very visual person in general. I like to see things and how they work. Like, I don't like listening to or like being told certain things that listening aspect just doesn't hit as hard as like seeing it on the board and like having yeah. a teacher write it out. So I'm all, I've always been a visual person. So like those things just kind of stick to me whenever I'm like circling back to an album or visualizing like a person's story or an artist's story in general. Like when I'm thinking about Mac Miller, I think about the self-care video and yeah. him literally coming out of like the ground and like coming out of the grave. Like that kind of stuff is like ingrained in my head now yeah and it's stuff like that is like it just adds so much to like a project and what they're trying to tell 
especially when like there's a deeper meaning behind it. Yeah. The whole as simple as Kevin's heart is, it's not. That's so crazy. such a sweet. Yeah, like, bro. But like, it has like a. <laughs> like, no, I think that music video is incredible. Like, yeah. a, and another thing for me, and this is anyone who listens to our podcast, shout out Patrick and Jeff. Like, they know <laughs> that like I have a background in directing. I've made short films. Like, yeah, I I. So music videos are really where like two of my favorite things in the world like intersect. And the mm-hmm. other thing is that because a lot of music videos don't have like a narrative per se, they might have like an arc or like a forward momentum or whatever, mm-hmm. but they don't really have a narrative that you have to like justify everything through. So like you see a lot of wild shit. It's kind of like the R and D department for like cinematic techniques where you see like a lot of stuff show up in music videos that like won't be used to make a narrative film for like four or five years. I think about like, um, and we'll get to this. Like one of my favorite ones was the Arctic monkeys. Are you mine? They shot like this really like the whole video is them driving in their car. It was like in 2011 and they're just passing. Like, I don't know if it's a smartphone. I don't know if it's like one of those flip cameras, but they're just like passing like the camera to each other. And like singing into it. It's super DIY. Yeah. Right. Uh, but something like the like the first time a movie was made like on a smartphone or like one of those like super DIY things wasn't until 2015 with Tangerine. Uh, so like you see a lot of this stuff that like will go on to like be used and like will be part of the cinematic language. You know, I think about like big flashy tracking shots, you know. Mm-hmm. And the back in the day, like you really had to have a reason to put that into a movie. That reason could just be because you're Martin Scorsese, but like, you know, uh, but Thriller was able to just get away with it because like it made the dancers look cool or beat mm-hmm. it was the one with all the crazy track tracking shots. So yeah, that's the other reason why like the visuals really matter to me because like it's a whole nother layer of art that I just appreciate. That's a very good point. Yeah. So, like, who who do you guys think have, like, some of the best visual styles, like, working today? That's tough. That's tough. You know who's definitely up there who has amazing taste in videos is The Weeknd. Yeah. The Weeknd videos has are good. Amazing taste in videos. Starboy video underrated. Yeah. Starboy video is incredible. The Hills video is incredible. Hills video is very good. Uh, Heartless is incredible. Uh, Till I Bleed Out is incredible. Uh, the Wicked Game. It, dare I go on? Like, I'm just trying to think of like the top tier stuff. I'm thinking yeah. about my um. Like, I feel like those are easy picks. You guys know, you guys know that uh, that scene from American Psycho where it's like that's very good, Bateman, yeah. but that's nothing. And then he like hands him the thing. I think of that weekend to Travis specifically, yeah. just because it's like. If, if if someone if anyone's gonna be up there, nine oh two one oh um I mean Astroworld, just like the entire rollout minus butterfly effect, because I think that video is nowhere near as good as the others. Yeah. But the stargazing preview video that he did where it's like floating very, through the yeah. through the abandoned mall, that shit is really cool. Um Travis Scott stuff. Highest in the room, like yeah, highest, highest in the room is really good. Yeah. Sickle mode. I don't Stop trying to be God is even like wild. All this stuff. I mean, he has the the best effects I would think as of right now. 
all the extras that you can throw into the music video to yeah get trippy and stuff like that i think he's like the best out there yeah but i i think that the original the original version of that level of spectacle has to go to kanye yeah like you look back at the graduation era and the video for stronger yeah referencing akira and Fresh just like yeah the, the switch runaway. over for runaway is probably the greatest music video of all time right yeah runaway and and then the switch over for like watch everything watch the throne no church in the wild being filmed yeah. on red using yeah. like red cinematic cameras for like the first time the otis video um yeah man uh uh mercy the mercy yeah, video the mercy video is really good iconic it's yeah. iconic like <laughs> yeah no the mercy video is really really good because that's like the most advanced stuff but even if you want to Take it back to something when he was like still fighting to be at the top. Through yeah. the wire is an insane concept. It's, it is, yeah. It's a PowerPoint video almost. It <laughs> like, is, yeah. Like that, having that in your like catalog, and then you have um, Good Morning, fully yeah. animated. Yeah. Um, it, it's. I don't want to overpraise Kanye West, but yes, he's, yeah, he's no, he he has always player. had like a, a visual style to him. Right. So like to everything he's done. Right? Yeah, there's always been that level of spectacle. Yeah. yeah. And like here's the thing, I would not even think about disagreeing with you because you're clearly right. I for pretty much all my life was a massive Kanye West fan. I think I'm at the yep. point where I'm starting to come around and be able to listen to him again without getting like knots in my stomach. Mm. Uh but at the same time, like I don't actually when I think about like who has the best music videos, Kanye West does, actually doesn't come to mind to me. Not that like I deny everything you're saying, right? Like everything you're saying is facts, mm-hmm. right? But it. it's just I I just think as very clearly creative and not like marketing e as they are. I I do feel like they feel to me just like so much more like extensions of the product and not fully flexed in. Mm-hmm. You know, like. And that's just been my experience, right? I do not deny that, like, the the craft is there, the impact is there. Like, I, everything you're saying is completely valid. It's just me personally, like, I don't know if I even go there. I mean, the power music video was one I really liked. Uh, the famous music video was crazy. Heartless. Oh, uh, yeah, Heartless. Coldest Winter. Yeah. Um, And then just, like, all the insane stuff for Yeezus like yeah the the bound to video that yeah. one was with the hair blowing the wrong way yeah, that was a wild <laughs> one yeah slow motion horses yeah it's crazy <laughs> yeah. um someone i'm actually surprised jasper you didn't bring up because he's been doing it i know who you're gonna, know you're gonna say. who am i gonna say you're gonna say tyler i was not gonna say tyler actually. no really oh. I was gonna say Eminem. Eminem yeah, has- I mean, oh yeah, he has a lot of. Iconic. It's tough. It's tough. Eminem is tough for me because some things have aged really, really well. Some mm. things have really, really not. Yeah, that's definitely and true about Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and the thing is, like, I consider myself to be a rarity where I actually like recovery. Going back to a lot of stuff off recovery, music videos included, not easy. A lot of stuff that's not. Is recovery the moment no love? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, that, I, that I, video is fire. No love but, is incredible. No love is one of my favorite tracks, and I'm gonna listen to that as soon as we're done with this. But fuck um, Utopia. <laughs> what is it? Um, love the way you lie is like super yeah. problematic, yeah. and I have no interest in going back. That shit bums yeah. me out. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's like featuring Sasha Gray, who was known for less than uh, less than, I guess, respectful things at the time. Wait, Sasha but, um, Gray, the porn star, or the star? yeah, she's the she's the female co-star in the in the music video. Because I know there's also the no, that's a different one. She, there's a singer that he works with a lot that has a similar name, Skylar Gray. Skylar, Gray. but it's not her. It's Sasha yeah. Gray in the video. Okay. Um very different people <laughs> but yeah like you, you go back to some of the really early stuff like everything slim shady marshall mathers lp even up to the m&m show that shit is good like it's yeah. fun and you have to take it in the context of the time in that it's like early 2000s shock value whatever yeah some of them are just like really really up there like i love i love the video for um man i'm like completely blanking on song names right now um stan had a great video video stan's video is heavy um it's not a fun watch but it's a very it's a very well put together video it's good and then did square dance have a video i don't think so i like that song a lot but there's another one um i mean without me is iconic like that video is by itself yeah yeah what's the one where he's like on the screen as like the brady bunch that's that's my my name is is. yeah which is also iconic yeah yeah oh and there's also uh What's the one where he's Robin with Dr. Dre? That's that's oh, yeah. without me. Yeah, without, that's without yeah. me. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's it's it's a lot. That's that's it's what a I was lot. Gonna... Yeah. No, he's you know, he's crazy. Yeah. He, he was a really like. You know which one is underrated? Yeah. What well, I think a song that's super underrated too is um. Oh my God, my Eminem lore is failing me right now, guys. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> it's um. I'm testing you. What is it called? The way I am. The way I am has a that song hits hard to this day, and the video is really cool. It's like he's in a boardroom with all these executives, and he just can't take it anymore, and he like jumps out the window, and the entire song is like him falling in slow motion, and then like singing like while it's happening. But even going forward, a lot of his stuff that came out later is pretty pretty prolific. I mean, the "Not Afraid" video is cliche and overplayed as it got. That video. It was, was a lot good, for like, the time. Yeah, that one got burnt out really bad, and I don't it think did. I can yeah. ever go back and enjoy it again. But it was an objectively good video. Well, not objectively. Yeah, a, it was good. It just, like, burnt out. Like It's a cool video. And then even, like, Marshall Mathers' LP2 era, the video for Berserk with Rick Rubin it, is really it's cool. It's a good video. It's just that song's annoying. It is annoying. It's too, too much. I, um, I actually am a huge fan of the Godzilla video, the Lyrical Lemonade one. Where he, like, coughs up Legos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. I thought that was actually, like... Because, like, I think the thing about Eminem is that, like, he needs to... He's, like, the ultimate case of, like, if you want to still be relevant, you extra special can't be an old head. Like, you need to, yeah. like, partner with, like, young people. And, like, yeah. I thought the Juice World collab was, like, natural. I don't yeah. like the song, but the the video is very ambitious uh, off Kamikaze Venom. Okay, yeah. Because it was filmed on the Empire State Building and everything. Yeah. They were, like, actually up there. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I also actually really like the video for um, the one with Jordan Lucas from that album, where they're like controlling the clones. No, I don't, I've never seen that one. Ooh, it's it's wild. It's yeah. like they're in like a wasteland, and there's like all these like weird clones of them with like glowing eyes. And whenever they do something, 
it, the group of clones moves in the same way. So it's like they're controlling this massive mob of of like demons or whatever. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I gotta say another one uh, that I just got. I think they are just at the top tier of the music video game, and that's Run the Jewels. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. The Legend Has It video, where they're in a police lineup and they have taken acid, like <laughs> is just absolutely like it's hilarious. It's a gut punch, uh, and it's just and it, it, it gets to it eventually ends up being about mass incarceration and all this stuff. So like Run the Jewels, it's complicated, silly, and important. Uh, and then you have the close your eyes video, which actually has the Keith Stanfield fighting a cop in it for four minutes. Uh, the lie cheat steal video is incredible. It's like, Oh yeah. 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 yeah, That one's insane where it's like someone took like nineties era hip hop and did it like on crack, like on fucking dab pens and Adderall. (laughs) uh, Real quick. Yeah. One thing I also want to kind of bring up is artists who are hip-hop or rap adjacent who have, like, some really cool visuals as well. Yeah. And the one person who comes to mind for me who I just want to, like, throw in here, Francis and the Lights. Oh, yeah. Fra- Francis and the Lights has some, like, super cool visuals, specifically the May I Have This Dance video featuring Chance, like, with his, his feature on that song. Yeah. And it's cool seeing, like, the level of influence that music has in terms of cinematography and who gets brought into music in general, right? Like the director of, and I just looked this up cause I want to refresh my memory. The director of the may I have this dance video is Jake Schreer. Jake Schreer is known for directing the film robot and Frank, oh, which yeah. Francis and the lights actually did the soundtrack for. So it's like yeah. those two worked together in the past and then oh. they came back together to do this, but now it's like in the music space. And yeah. it's really cool to see people who are professionally in film coming in and, and making waves in that Yeah, way. it's like a, the Suit and Tie video with Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z. Yeah. It's directed by David Fincher, and they met because Justin Timberlake's in the social network. Yep, yeah. So, Ooh, another good one is, um, what's the, the opening track off of Magna Carta? That's a good video. Oh. Oh, God. shit. Holy Grail. Just, Holy Grail. It's just called Holy Grail, yeah. That yeah. song is that song's got a good video. Yeah, that's got a good video. Fuck, there's just so many. No, there, there's a lot. What's your favorite, like, memory? Like, it's, it could be a meme or a moment in time. Because, like, things I think about, I think about Lil Wayne, six feet, seven, or six feet. What, seven foot? Yeah. Seven foot. Did you see the uh, Flow Mini, the Flow Millie video? Where she does, like, she, <laughs> dude, it's so sick. Where she does, like, the homage to so it. Dope. It's, it's so very dope. dope. Like, I, um, I love play on that video where his guy playing yeah. off of little wade he's a amazing he's a he's, class he's yeah a, the john I'm, music video that song did not age well but it's a sci-fi <laughs> movie it's little wayne and rick ross fighting aliens like speaking of fighting things we need them right now more than ever <laughs> Let, let's talk music videos where people fight things i want to throw in uh Lil uzi sanguine paradise that yeah. song and that yeah. video hit the blade reference. Yeah. Like, bruh, bruh. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> there's no, a, but... uh, there's a video. This is not hip hop. Big, big spoiler. Not hip hop alert. Okay. Probably my favorite music video of all time is, uh, it's called bad motherfucker. And it's a rock. Purpose's face. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not a it's, it's a rock song. And so it's just okay. like a rock song and it's from a first person perspective. And it's about a guy like fighting and fighting his way out of like a military encampment. 
<laughs> and like it is so good. It is so good. It is I'm gonna put it in the Discord. You guys have to watch it. Bad motherfucker, biting elbows. Yeah. It's fantastic. Another person I wanna throw in, another artist I wanna throw in who's not uh strictly not hip hop at all, but has been featured has had their music featured in some hip hop songs. Woodkid. If either of you are familiar. I have no idea who that is. It is. He is famous actually for his songs being featured for video games. Uh, the Assassin's Creed series featured his for uh, Revelations when that came out. And it's like he's a French recording artist. He does more like heavy drums and he sings in English, but he has a French accent. And his songs have been used like two or three times for that stuff. And then his drums have been sampled by some other people. But he's got some really strong visuals, very striking, a lot of black yeah. and white, really pretty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another one I was thinking of, just like an abs. There's two I'm thinking about. Just an absolute moment when Crank that came out. By so moment, moment, dude. Stop. <laughs> I'm, gonna in, I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in fourth grade all over again. <laughs> like everyone made a version of Crank that. Everyone. Yeah. I, I can't that, dance. Yeah. I was doing it. Dude. That was a moment. Crank then, that was uh, massive. That was teach me how that, to Dougie. That was the first. Was also... That was like the first internet video. Dude, my song, my my song, my high school had a remix to teach me how to Dougie. It was teach me how to Husky. It was the worst thing. Oh I've my ever god! Had my why life. would you? Why would you admit that in public? Yeah, dude, like, I would. I didn't make it. I would give it. I couldn't have gotten that out of me. Yeah, dude, fucking. There's not enough dirty towels in Guantanamo Bay to get that information out of me. Like, <laughs> look, I had nothing to do with it, but I'm just saying, like, it was a moment to the point where, like, a full high school was like, all right, we're, we're gonna capture this moment. Yeah, no, that was Soldier Boy's crank. That was huge. The template, Massive. the template for every internet rapper after. Right, yeah. like Soldier Boy's a fuck, but like he he deserves his <laughs> flower. He deserves yeah. his flowers for that one hundred percent. I'm still I'm waiting just... on my Soldier Game console. Shut up! Like, <laughs> honestly, like if you, if you it was seized at the border. If you were like, Stop. I think if you were like, I think the Soldier Boy console is a three hundred dollar good idea. You deserve it. I'm sorry. You deserve <laughs> like it's like me. Like if I got fucked over on my Yeezus stem player. I yeah. deserved it. Like, like, I'll, I'll take the L. I'll take the oh. L on that. Yeah. Can and we then, talk about what was the other, music no. videos in a second? Yes, yeah. we can. Was, the other one that was massive, Bobby Schmurda, hot nigga. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I mean, I, <laughs> neither of us could bring it up. So I'm, yeah, glad that you did. I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hot body. The hat re entered the atmosphere when he got out of prison. <laughs> he got out of jail. He called it. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Jesus saw... Everyone just. I saw an edited oh, video of that. I saw an edited video of that where it's like he throws it and <laughs> the song fades and you see the hat fly up and you hear like telescope beeping like beep, beep, <laughs> beep. And then time fa like fa fast forward, you see like the sun go around the earth. And then all of a sudden it's like the newspaper, like Bobby Schmurda is free. And it's like he's coming out of jail and <laughs> the, the hat starts coming back. And as it comes back, the the build to the to the beat switch from sicko mode comes in where it's like and it's like the hat's like coming down and like lands on his head and it cuts into sicko mode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like so elaborate. Whoever made that has way too much time on their hands. Honestly, they know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but like those two moments just like it I I can never they were forget. everywhere. They were everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't deny it. One moment 
uh, I already brought it up, but just like if I if there was a video where it was like this hit and like the video itself like stopped culture. It was the mm. This Is America video. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah that was uh, like, it was huge. Yeah. Like, I remember texting you. You were like, watch it. Like, I was in my car. Like, <laughs> do it right now. <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> right. And I was like, dude, that one. Was, was like, I wrong? <laughs> no, you weren't there, wrong. Dude. It was crazy. I can think of a couple that are like that level of impact, maybe not culturally, but just like musically or like in terms of what they communicate. I mean, another one that strikes me of like that, that magnitude is like, um, today was a good day. Oh, just like yeah. Yeah. stuff that's stuff. That's just like the visuals of it are like very ingrained or they're like very tied to something else. Yeah, like no. today wait, was a good I'll day. Wait. Looks a lot like Friday, like the aesthetic yeah. of it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. And like my life, <laughs> look, the, the hip hop, like uh cream, the Wu-Tang clan, like yeah. that video basically created the visual language for all of the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. The, going forward, yeah. uh, Tribe Called Quest had crazy videos. Absolutely, yeah. All of um, crap. Now I'm blanking out on the words. Oh, NWA, just they everything. All, did, yeah, yeah. All, all the, the yeah. It just came together. It made sense, yeah. and and stuff like that. Like it still exists today. I, I don't know if it's in the same concept. But, like there's still so much political stuff going on like um obviously the um this is america is a big major one but i was thinking about like the story of oj i was thinking about that video and how it's all animated and how he plays into that it's yeah like, yeah no man. that and i tell you man i love i love an animated music video like i sunflower sunflower I, I, I don't want this. fantastic <laughs> it's pretty good it feels like summer is a feels top like is a huge top, one yeah absolutely with all the cameos and the animation and everything, just absolutely fantastic. Uh, but we do gotta talk about Kid Cudi music video because that guy, that guy has had like his fingerprint on music videos the entire time of his career, and yeah, the aesthetic has changed. But I, I think he's he's really threaded that needle. Yeah, it's it's an example of somebody who despite having a career that's going to be his, his, his as a career, as a recording artist, he's going to pass the 20 year mark in the next three years. Um, his videos have stayed fresh. Like you look at day and night and how incredible video that style has not really been replicated or explored in, by anybody else to the same effect. Continue talking about kid Cuddy. There totally wasn't a cut there. Yeah, so we got to talk about Kid Cudi videos, right? I mean, well, we got we the, talked about Day and Night. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean, Day and Night. It's like no one's done it to the same effect. Yeah, I really liked in how during the Indica rollout, how all of his videos had that border. Yeah, and and that, yeah, was, that was super very... reinforced by the whole like um, um, the entire visual experience of it, because like you know that was still in the CD days for the most part. Yeah, and and that, that that design language was shared by um, Kanye and Jay Z around that time too. Yeah, they did something similar for Watch the Throne. Yeah, just to Watch the Throne in general, like the gilded look was was yeah. big. So yeah. it was kind of cool to see that reflected. Yeah. I was actually curious though, since we are talking about Kid Cudi, does mm-hmm. he make newer music videos? I feel like he I hasn't for yeah. Since, like, well, yeah. 
so he made he made a couple for what three three for man on the moon three three or four i see solo dolo three part three and then he did she knows this and he did heaven on earth which are like those are actually two that tell a single story so you're supposed to watch them back to back um i don't know if he did any others for that project but then intergalactic is basically like its own and we're going to talk about projects later like that but basically one long music video so i guess it's true yeah. But yeah, I mean, also, it's just crazy to see like the different styling and the way things go through where it's like it's like you see the very like DIY hand camera look of something like Day and Night followed up the next year by Mr. Rager, which is like slow motion cinematic. Very cinematic, yeah. Yeah. And to be able to jump between medium, not mediums, but to be able to jump between formats and to be able to ret- retain a certain aesthetic or a certain feeling that's conveyed in music while not diluting it with the visuals, I think is pretty, pretty impactful, pretty important. And then another high end, that's not really a visual album, but close. And I've talked about it before and how mad I am that I can't get my hands on it. The prime day show, Amazon's foray into long form music videos where they basically give an artist a half hour artist performs like three, four or five songs. King Cudi was one of those three artists. And it's one of the coolest, like, long-form, multi-song music videos I've ever seen. It's insane. Yeah. Curious why I got shut down after three artists. So cool. the rights, the rights got bought up by somebody or something. It's but it's no longer available on Amazon Prime Video, which is annoying because it's the Prime Day show. I actually remember you mentioning this before. We found where they yeah. were. Yeah, but you can't. You still can't actually watch them. So, like, if I go to it, bonus free with ads. But if I click on Season one, episode two, Kid Cudi. This video is currently unavailable. Yikes! And but but in the video, he goes through tequila shots. Yeah. He does. I'm trying to remember the order. He does. Um, what is it? Uh, this is just the right vibe. Turn it loud if you need to. Off of uh, like Man of the Moon three. I forget the name of the song. Oh, for the kids. For the kids, for the kids, yeah. That's the second one he does where he's like, yeah. he steps up to the podium as an astronaut and gives a speech for the kids. That's like the whole thing. And then he does Mr. Rager when he's flying up, and then he does uh, Pursuit of Happiness when he's floating in space. And it's like a wild acoustic cover of Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. completely lost media now all of a sudden. So. Yeah, no. Lo- the lost media in the streaming age is just abhorrent, and yeah, it sucks. But, uh... Pain. But yeah, so I think like that's a good opportunity to switch over to like visual albums, which is like a, a different thing, but also like the same thing. Uh, and there's a lot of different like forms of them. Like, I still think like the purest example is probably either Lemonade or Endless. You know, like I know Endless is just people building a staircase in designer sweaters, but like <laughs> it's a it's a visual experience for sure. But you also have like different example. Like you also have like things that are closer to movies that still kind of count, like Purple Rain or Guava Island. Yeah, I, w- I was actually gonna bring up some that I was thinking about was like um, clapping. Um, clapping for the wrong reasons. Oh chance- yeah, the Chance the Rapper thing. Yeah, that totally counts. Yeah, that's like a whole movie within itself. Um, I was also thinking with like. The another side of visual albums, I think of Good Kid, Mad City. It's a literal movie. Yeah, that one's interesting because like the the videos and Kendrick has always had great videos, right? Exactly. Like the the uh, bitch don't kill my vibe video is incredible. The swimming pool video is incredible. 
I, uh, Black of the Berry, Humble, Element, nothing but bangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, like, oh God. Good Kid Mad City as like a full visual experience, that is, it almost feels like it would be like a full-fledged movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost see it as like a real, like, ass, like, three-hour long, like, you know, crimes not crime story but you know like uh like a boys in the hood like something like gritty and real yeah 100%. Uh, another another person who does kind of do that as well is um to like a lesser extent but just telling like very narrative focused things in very short videos is tyler to, to a, like yeah, a different no, definitely. degree yeah mm-hmm. it definitely feels like the thing that's interesting is it f- Good Kid, Mad City, just in the music, feels like a movie. It just feels yeah. almost like a visual experience in the movie. Yeah, I think, and I like that that this is like Tyler's approach. It seems like for him, the videos are almost like a glimpse at the visual world of the album, and all you get are glimpses because he never. I don't think he's ever done like a full fledged visual album experience, a la Lemonade or, you know, Endless. But yeah, I think he does a really good job of like making sure that all feels of a piece with each other. And Tyler is a crazily, crazy talented uh, visual style. His stuff's super cohesive. And he's got a very wide range of like yeah. different topics, especially oh, his old Tyler. Another <laughs> one who's fucking incredible, made some of the best videos of last year or Ooh. was in the vid- Jid. Oh, yeah. Jid had crazy Absolutely. good video. That uh, that whole album is a visual album, for sure. Yeah, like, it It almost sucks, like, when certain albums don't have visuals to them. It, and, like, that's definitely something I want to cover, is, like, yeah, what was, like, the biggest missed opportunity for you guys? To me, it's Kids See Ghosts. Oh, yeah. The fact that yep. we never got visuals for Kids See Ghosts. We never got the TV show. We, we never promised. got the TV show. Yeah. yeah. We technically were supposed to get something. Yeah. Right. I think Blonde is up there too. Blonde, there's the Nike's video. I know, but it doesn't cut it. It's, no, you're right. There's you're right. so yeah. much. There's yeah. so much there. Yeah, you're Nights, right. Nights, a video for Nights. Insane. I a, vid- a video for. Uh, in my, video for- in my, <laughs> like any one of them. Yeah. In my sketchbook, uh, in my college sketchbook, I had like frames drawn out for like a pitch for a Nights video. Dude, solo. Yeah. I want a solo video. Yeah. Uh <laughs> don't get me. But started. like he it, and like I think Endless is like a great example of like he clearly would be excellent at this. Yes. Right? Like he clearly would bring all this together. I totally f- fuck with the idea that like the Nike's video is just not enough, but it's a very good video. It is, yeah. Yeah. And he's never done many videos at all. No, he's got like what, like two or three for Channel Orange. Yeah, and not even officially released. <laughs> well, no, the the Pyramids one is. Oh, it is. Is it? Yeah, I've it's never on. Seen it, the Pyramids it, it's on YouTube. It's official. Yeah. I didn't even I'm know it. Looked it's not like amazing. It, it's not like it's good, but it's not as good as the song Pyramids <laughs> is. It's basically a radio edit of Pyramids, which kind of bums me out. Mm. I love that song yeah, that's so not much. Enough. And in the, the the end is exactly what I expected, where it's a giant fire burning, and he's standing there, and John Mayer's playing guitar, which is like exactly how I picture the end of that song every time I hear it, which is kind yeah. of funny. I'll give you that. Yeah. 
um, more recent one I was thinking about in terms of just like, and it does play into the concept of like a rollout as well. J. Cole did a lot for um, his last album to like fall off and everything. Or not yeah. Chris. <clears throat> No, I think I the videos for KOD were like peak for J. Cole. The ATM video looks like a really dark and twisted uh, Dr. Seuss movie, but it's really good. Mm. That was, or, was it ATM or Motivate? One of them. ATM. Mm. Yeah, ATM. Well, he's like sitting in a straight jacket and all the other stuff. Yeah, it's very cartoony, but very, very good. And it works, honestly. It, yeah. And he's always been good at it. Like I was about to say, the, the offseason, he had the rollout with the commercial called the audacity which was the shoe release for puma collaboration and then he went into all the other um concept things that he had he had oh man i'm gonna kill myself i can't think of the name in the game <laughs> there was also like commercials that he did with um oh was it 2k oh yes he had commercial 2k but just like the whole concept of him going into a professional basketball career yeah that, in my opinion, is kind of like that's a cool ass concept, yeah. Because like people well, don't, people concept, never, because yeah, it, yeah. No, the, the way he kind of has wrapped in like basketball, like as an aesthetic in that entire rollout, it was just was just worked. And I really like something I'm a sucker for, like in any kind of like novel or movie or anything that treats sports as like a cultural institution worth making art about i think i am immediately on board with mm-hmm. oh god but yeah i think another one where it's like i'm so pissed we never got the visuals for it was awaken my love dude did the red wasn't Bone video wasn't there a boogeyman or something maybe i could have sworn there was i don't think so i don't know i don't remember a lot being rolled out with that album no, one album I remember the two singles, and that was it. True. One album that I know we have mixed feelings on here on the podcast that I happen to like, but it had some really stellar visuals go with it, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slayer. Really? Nah, I yeah. I wouldn't even know. The video for Frequency is pretty fucking cool. Oh, yeah. It's Frequency and um Surfing, right? Surfing's got a video, too. I've seen too, the yeah. Surfing video. The Surfing video is all right. I don't think it's And awful. then I think... Do we would we consider like recordings of live performances to be not music videos but like video? I feel like this is a very open ended thing. Like if you have yeah, because like I remember like one of the ones I wanted to bring up was the the listening party like visual experience for the weekend's last album, Dawn FM, where it's like a DJ, it's like a fictional DJ set he's doing, he's doing it in character, but it's like a live performance. It was insane. It was very bizarre, but like very cool and like interesting way so kid cuddy performed kitchen on i think it was fallon i don't don't know who it was but he performed it live as like part of the rollout and it was a really good like very solid live performance and i feel like that's something where it's interesting because a lot of times concerts are not preserved in the same way that other things are like you you used to be able to go and buy a, a video recording of a concert like my dad has ACDC live at Donington Park because that's like yeah. a moment in history. But, you know, rap and a lot of other the, more yeah. contemporary genres just don't have that. And it's I like have the uh, Lincoln Park live in Texas, like DVD, which is like, yeah. Or like I, I have Nirvana live at the Paramount somewhere back here. Yeah. But it's like it, it's like that's kind of like a lost art in a lot of ways. And a, a lot of times I think these like streamed or broadcasted performances 
like SNL performances, for example, are yeah. like a very important kind of yeah, like touchstone I, for an artist's like career discography. I, that's a really, really excellent like point you make. Cause like, I remember the, the, uh, the SNL performance he did of stronger where he actually has like a string quartet behind him. Yeah. Right. Like I remember <laughs> that almost being like m- as culturally penetrative as the video. Yeah. You know, or yeah, I, I, mean, I definitely agree with you. And I think like there are music spaces where there's like an effort to keep that alive. Like mm-hmm. if you, like the noodly rock band scene, like fish and Dave Matthews yeah. band. Like for sure. Yeah. Not my kind of, not my cup of tea musically, but there's like entire websites devoted to like cataloging high definition, like uh, rips of every set, you know? Yeah. So I hope that's, that's something. And I think that's super sick. And I hope that that's something that we can bring over to like every other thing, because like, I understand that like, you know, concerts exist to make money. And that really is how artists have always ate. And I have no problem with that. Yeah. But it is like how many people are really not going to go to a concert because they could live stream it. Right. Not me. Um, a really good example of this that I could think of where it's like, we didn't get official visuals. So like performances kind of have to be a, a stopgap is another Kid Cudi thing. Wizard, WZRD, teleport to me. It should have was, had an incredible video. Yeah. So it technically does. And it was released later on because it got leaked, but it was never like officially rolled out with the project. Instead, there's a recording of Cudi on David Letterman performing it. And he's dressed up like Elvis Costello. That's fun. Like, just because of the, the tone of the song. Yeah. He's got, like, fuzzy, big Elvis Costello glasses, and he's wearing a suit. And it's like, that is kind of a substitute for the video that we never got. That is the visual accompaniment. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, it can even happen when the video is just disappointing. Right? Like, I remember for sure. uh, Run the Jewels. They have their the song Walking in the Snow off Run the Jewels 4, which I think is, like, one of the most, probably the best hip-hop song released in this decade so far. Mm-hmm. Uh and the video was like it was made under covid it was like kind of like it was like stop motion with like action figures of like all these different artists it just wasn't that cool it just didn't like pop and then they had this live performance of it that's like iconic and that just like took the place like if you look up walking in the snow you'll find that you won't find like you'll find that yeah. long before you find the official music video or it's like concert video from Daft Punk, like yeah. the Alive the Alive tour, replacing yeah. so much of their existing visuals. Man, I wish, and like even, oh God, even like I wish there was a way to just bring that to streaming. I, I even wonder, because like I'm very like into the publishing sphere too for like fiction and stuff, and Spotify is making heavy moves in like audiobooks. And like you could just purchase them through Spotify. There's got to be a way that you could do the same thing with a concert film. Just purchase it through Spotify and be able to play it on like a, any t- screen that has the app. So I got to ask, we've been through everything that's iconic and all these projects that are really good and impactful to us. What are some of the worst or like most either most poorly aged or just the worst music videos we've seen? I don't have a poorly aged one because it's a good video. But it was very disappointing to me. I think mm-hmm. it's good, but it's very disappointing. And it's the little Uzi Vert Exo Tour Life video. Because 
I remember when that song came out, there was the the visualizer of just like the animated him with him driving yeah. the car with the joint. Yep. And like that was almost a cooler visual than the the, the music video. You didn't like him like floating through the streets of Paris doing I, all I this. I think it's a good. I think it's a good. <laughs> no, I I like the video. I think it's good. I just think it's not as cool as the visualizer that was like a stopgap for it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's one that sticks out. But like that's not even a bad one. Purpose, what do you got? You got one? The one that didn't age well? I mean, or, or like one that just disappointed. The Joyner Lucas, be... I'm not I'm I'm not racist I'm, one. Oof. It could be it could it could be more than one. I've got a couple. Yeah. I mean the the first place I went to, if it didn't age well, it's for a controversial person in pretty much any R. Kelly video. Valid. <laughs> any valid. R. Kelly, yeah. All R. Kelly videos. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. Let me <laughs> Let me give you one that's not controversial because it's incorrect in some way or problematic, but because it's fucking cringe. Okay. Drake, Kanye West, Lil Wayne, Eminem, the no, forever that's video. Base. That's base. No, it is, no, it is not. <laughs> that is top tier. Dude, I remember that. Le- LeBron playing oh, video poker on I the fucking the Beats love, laptop. Get dude, out of here. Get the, the fuck I, out of here. I love the 2009 energy that just Take radiant. me back. <laughs> Take me back. Dude, I feel I'm the radiation gonna... that like has only been seen three times on this planet of just 2009. I'm just, just going to put this here. That face. <laughs> LeBron playing video poker in his Range Rover on a Beats laptop. Yeah, you know what that is? That's called being fucking sick. You had to be there. I guess I guess you had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. I hate it when you do this because I don't know how to put it back. <laughs> I'm Apologies. so pissed off that I actually looked up the Forever music video when you brought it up. And now one of the next things that come up with a recommend is Little Dicky Save the Money. Any little little Dicky video, I am now saying it's cursed. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> the little Dicky ones. It is fully cursed. Uh the bonfire video does not age did not age well to me. No. Um another one that really didn't not necessarily didn't age well, but I think was just really over overdone is uh Sad, the X video. I, never, I don't like. I, I don't like that video any, at all. I never watched any X video. It takes uh, a three-minute song and makes it six minutes long. Most of it is silence and just like eyes in the dark, like yeah. with like subtitles reading stuff. <laughs> no, I don't like it at all. Oh, there was one that was oh God, and we just praised them earlier. But I remember Brockhampton. Mm. They released a video for their song "Sugar" off Ginger, right? And like oh. "Sugar's" a very pop song, right? It actually ended up that they did not want to put it on the album, which I think is crazy because I think it's a great song. But it's very pop forward. And they made like this very violent artsy video to it. And it was so rejected that they had to redo it and make like a more traditional music video for it. Wild. They do have a very specific style. So they have a very specific style. The I would say the original video does still fit their style, but it's weird. Like Shia LaBeouf plays like a gremlin that tears Kevin Kevin Abstract in half. Uh, yeah, it like it was weird. It was weird, but uh, it's true. But they can't all be zingers, I tell you. Like, yeah, I mean, there are a couple others I could think of. I think that the butterfly effect video is very disappointing for me. Yeah, like that is my probably my favorite song of all time to this day been five six years at this point 
And the visual identity of the rest of the Astroworld videos is so strong. Like, we already talked about Sicko Mode, the original, like, um, stargazing preview. Uh, you've got Yosemite, and then, like, Wake Up, directed by Jonah Hill, which is, like, insane. Mm. And then just, like, the styling of of the Astroworld, or Astroworld, of the Butterfly Effect video, it just doesn't match at all. It's, like, very... It's, like, kind of like birds, but more like graffiti colory, like very like color colorful and like a over the top kind of way i don't know it just it doesn't gel aesthetically with the rest of the album and it's because it's because it was a single and it came out like almost a year before mm. it's just like too bad i think it's a missed opportunity yeah well, year before it almost makes you think like it doesn't fit yeah because because i mean it was august 2018 for the entire project right but it dropped as a single in like late 2017 i'm curious though um Going off of what Brandon said, is there any other music videos with actors? Because as soon as you said Shia LaBeouf, I thought about Jid. Um, with actors. With Off the Zoinkies. It has the actor from Driver is in the music video. Driver, Driver or Drive? Baby Driver. Baby, Baby Driver. Oh, Ansel oh, Algord? Ansel Algord, yeah. Yeah. The best He's one like I. Character in the music video. That's what I can think of is Lakeith Stanfield in the Close Your Eyes video. Kevin's heart, obviously. Kevin's um, Kevin's heart, I mean, yeah. I said, I said, love the way you lie, which has Sasha Gray too. So to an extent, like that's a thing. Yeah. Um, were any of the people in the DJ Shadow, nobody speak video? Were any of those actual like known people, or were they all actors playing those politicians? Were all actors. I don't think any of those were actual politicians. That'd be wild if they that got was, somebody though. Yeah, that would be wild. The, the, the prime minister of Finland is there, just like beating people. <laughs> Amazing! I would love yeah. that. That would be insane. Uh. No, I'm trying to think of great cameos, but like it, it's so. I know the weekend reminder video is loaded with cameos. It has Belly's in it, Nav's in it, Travis Scott is in it, French Montana's in it. Like, I mean, we just we Drake just talked about forever. It. LeBron's in forever. Yeah. So that's like that's a thing. Um, I mean, Drake was in um, Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Serena yeah. Williams is in a Lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Travis Scott doesn't have Michael Jordan in it, but the video for franchise was filmed in yeah. Michael Jordan's home. I love that video. Here. So that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um but yeah. Man. I mean Akira Akira inspired Daft Punk is in the, yeah. the video for Stronger just because they're featured. Yeah. So everyone loves Akira. It still is going on today in everything that we watch. Yeah. Akira's so good. The fact that Jordan Peele had the audacity to put the bike slide in Nope. So sick. So it's sick. amazing. It's yeah. so funny to me. No, <laughs> oh. Um, uh, one other video I want to just shout out for being incredibly good, and I will die on this hill. Uh, the Old Town Road video is really good. Ow. It is. It is. It's a good video. Yeah. I was looking up like videos and stuff, and it came up as number one on multiple things. It's yeah. a fun video. Vince Staples is in it. Uh, Brad Pitt is in it. Like, it's very funny. Uh, another artist that is not hip hop but has incredible, incredible music videos is Turnstile. They yes, have, they just have absolutely bonkers, uh, like just aesthetically pure music videos. I have a hard time thinking of an artist that has like as strong and forward of an aesthetic. It reminds me of like mixtape era weekend. 
Can can I go on a tangent real quick about this? Go ahead. So, yes, Brandon, since we did our What Are We Listening To, Turnstile's been on my rotation. I cannot stop listening to Glow On. I'm, yeah. It, it is. It's really good. Um, I was at my girl's place. We show each other music videos sometimes. And I played her the video for Holiday, where they're just, like, walking around Holiday's the so baseball fun. stadium yeah. or whatever. And she heard the song, and she grew up listening to as as problematic or age poorly as they are like everything from mcr to like black veil brides and uh, blood on the dance floor and like all this other like very scene yeah, the, all, the i guess it's all steam yeah, like scene, all yeah, yeah all that scene-y, stuff pop punk early fallout boy like yeah. all, all that stuff Ooh, i love early fallout boy and and she listens to this song and she goes for people who sing like this, they don't look like they sing like this. Yeah, no, <laughs> I thought it was really funny because they look like they look like nor- like very normcore. Which yeah, is they look funny. very normcore, and then their music is just very in your face and fun. It's like punk, yeah. yeah. It's like so, so. This is what passes for like contemporary yeah. punk. You really got to tone it down aesthetically. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, the mystery video is awesome. It's just yeah. like a bunch of tracking shots, and the underwater boy video is just yeah a nightmare. Uh. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I got. <laughs> I gotta ask, who is an artist? If you each had to pick one, who is an artist who you wish had more music videos? Ooh. Not necessarily better, just more in general. More. I have my pick for this easily. No, you go first. Pusha T. Yeah. yeah Pusha T he, yeah, has so many standout songs, and not enough just like ridiculous viral moments to go with yeah. them, like. The fact that we don't have a music video for Let the Smoker Shine the Coops is a yeah. problem. Yeah, I agree. That's a problem. They easily could do it. Yeah, or Dreaming of the Past. Like, both of those are just, like, prolific. I mean, I think we my... got videos for, like, two of them off that project, I think, and that's it. Yeah. I think I'm definitely leaning towards... I feel like it's such a boring answer, but it's the one I absolutely feel. And that's Childish Gambino. Hmm. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, like I, I, because he's so good at it, right? And I feel like that's just like the double-edged sword of Atlanta, right? Yeah, it's a cheat. He actually makes he makes real. (laughs) He makes like TV shows, like you know, uh, but like you know the stuff off because the internet and Kawhi was just so strong that like I really wish we would have gotten that throughout, um, Awaken My Love and. 315 2020 even though like that album's not great but i think it has some tracks that are worthy of visuals and i also yeah. think like you know that album is very much like a, a really excellent visual experience kind of half-assedly backed up into an album and i think music videos would have gone a long way to just like because like once again i stand by the fact i don't think that it's a particularly bad album it's just a very disappointing album and yeah. i feel like you know music like some music videos really could have made some bridges Definitely. Just to back up my claim about Pusha T, I'm looking at it. If you know, you know was the only official video off from Daytona, Daytona, which is sad. And then he had two off. It's almost dry. Diet Coke as a single video yeah. when the single dropped, and then Call My Bluff, yeah. which is a great song. But there's so and much more video. on there. Yeah. And what's annoying is he did Let the Smoker Shine the Coops on Kimmel live and so this goes back to what i was saying where it's like that is our equivalent of like a visual element 
for that song is like yeah. there's a recording of him performing it that's like all we get yeah Purvis, do you have any answers for this kind of tough i, I couldn't think of someone for a very yeah, long yeah this time. is a hard answer the only person that came to mind was smino for me fair. yeah, yeah. smino's a really fair pick yeah in his his whole aura and demeanor and how he carries himself is full of swag. So, like, it would just naturally work in a music video concept. You're totally right. And I don't know. He, I'm looking right now. He has maybe three from his first album, maybe two from his second album. And even the most recent one. I think it's only one, right? Yeah. yeah he had one official music video, and it's with J. Cole, so it just makes sense. It was the marketing thing. He has a second music video, which is... An interesting concept, but it's just a loop of a scene over and over. And then he just dropped, finally, old-ass Kendrick. So, like, he has maybe 10 music videos underneath his belt. And it's like, bro, half of your persona is your, like, appearance and swag and how you yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, I mean, you partner him with a great director and you get... It's, it's over. It's yeah. over. It's over for the entire game. Yeah. One thing I will say I appreciate is when artists will do like recaps or post their tours because that's a visual component. Tyler Creator posted his entire Lollapalooza set from 2021. I love Props. it. I love it when they do that. Lollapalooza posts a lot of their sets and I think that's pretty yeah. sick. I Yeah. I definitely think that there should be an effort to like preserve live performances. Right? Even if it's just one performance to be indicative of an entire tour. You know, because like you'll never you'll never be able to recreate like the the spontaneity of a live performance through a yeah. recording. But I yeah. think just for like prosperity's sake, I think it's good good practice to have at least one. You know, one excellent stream of the the performance. Like, and I don't see why artists don't push for it because like they clearly put a lot of work into bringing that stuff to life. All right. So, we want to wrap this up, get to uh, recommendations. Yeah, I'm down. Who wants to go first? We covered a lot of videos. Jesus. <laughs> we did. We did. Um, I mean, I can open it up. Yeah, open That's it funny. up. Open it up. Um, the first one I'm going to do, I've talked about him throughout the um, actual podcast. I'm pretty sure there is a music video for this, but I'm going to do Little Wayne Love Me. Absolutely uh, phenomenal. Yeah. It's just a. One of the best artists we've ever had in our generation, I want to say. I yeah, love I have to agree, dude. I fucking love Lil Wayne. I'm going through a big Lil Wayne phase right now. It just works. Yeah, dude. I, I'm pretty sure I saved this because somebody out my window was blasting this, shit. and yeah. it was Drake and Future on the song, and it's just like, okay, this works. It just works. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll do my my next my first one. Uh, New Christopher Nolan movie came out. I got served this the day after when I was driving in my car and it's uh, rage by Vic Mensa, which is an interpolation of a poem that is in interstellar. Mm -hmm. And yet somehow like it is just a incredibly like addictive engrossing song. It is very poetic. It's very like grand, but it is just, one of my favorite songs. So, and Vic Mensa also another artist who has excellent music videos. Yes. Uh, yeah, they could not recommend more. Rage. Right. Jasper. 
I mentioned it before, and I'm going to go with uh, Teleport to Me, the Kid Cudi project or song. It's uh, it's really, really good. It features a beat lifted from a song that was made popular by the movie Drive. Um, yeah, it's the uh, Night Call. No, it's not Night Call. It's the... Um, oh, it's the other one, fuck. What's it called? Um, it's going to annoy me. Let me look it up here real quick. But uh, basically, it's the entire kind of digital backing is pulled from that specifically. Under Your Spell by Johnny Jewel. I think that's it. Oh, okay. So it's that, like... Yeah, it's like that. Oh, Sorry, it's yeah, under your spell, the artist's name is Desire. That's that's what it is. Desire's super cool, kind of like a synth pop, new wave. They've been active since 2009 and are just like yeah, kind of a kind of a big deal in that space. Yeah. Big blade runner energy. Yeah. All right. Purvis. Um, my second song I saved this a very long time ago, but I just discovered this artist. It's Koji Radical, and he came out with a song called Push Him In BWI. Yeah. I can't make the synth up. It is a phenomenal song. It is the only other song that I found that I genuinely like that has like the term Push Your Man in it, and I absolutely want to recommend the song. It is oh, such my a- God. That's amazing. <laughs> so I definitely want to put other people on this song. I love it. Okay. All right, my next one, I'm very excited to recommend this one. This song dropped last week with a video, with a great video. Uh, it's an up-and-coming rapper. If I had to give a freshman award, it, it would be this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the the second single for his first big mixtape, which drops tomorrow. Uh, so I'm recommending Barrio by that Mexican OT. Oh, yeah. I put that uh, video. Did you guys watch it? I haven't seen the video, but I know what you're referencing. Yeah, dude. Uh Dude, so he, this is my second time recommending him. He put out Johnny Dang earlier this year, which is top three singles for me of this year. I think it's a fantastic song. I recommended it when Ozzy was on, mm. right? So I go back. I watch a lot of this guy's older stuff, and, like, he clearly has talent, but it just wasn't coming together in, like, full songs for me, right? Not like Johnny Dang. And then he drops this one, and it is, like, first off, the hook is insane. Okay. He sings the hook and it's like it is very Mexican. It's it, the producer, the guest feature and the video were all shot in Guadalajara. So he which is the major Mexican city on the other side of the Texas border. Mm-hmm. Right. So it is very Mexican and like it has like it pulls a lot of those traditional sounds and mixes them with the like the Houston like rap sound. And it's insane. The hook. He, he like he belts it. Right, like, do you know, like those, you you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're from Elmwood Park, you know yes. the, <laughs> you know, like the, not from Elmwood Park, but yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. oh, River Forest. I'm sorry, different tax bracket, uh, like, but the hook is insane. This oh, guy, man. this guy's my my freshman of the year. I'm very excited okay. to listen to his mixtape tomorrow. Lone Star Luchador. I'm in for it. Yeah. All right. You guys are going to hate me for this, but I have to do it because it's been stuck in my head for like two weeks. Here we go. I'm doing Hands Up by Jaleel. 
Jesus Christ. Okay. No, I'll take Jaleel. <laughs> I love Dude. Like, Jaleel is an official official it's unpaid so good. nobodies. It is a funny song. I know I'm I wouldn't it's say just it's like, stuck in uh, my head, but it's 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 in there. Like it's it's a minute and thirty seconds of fun. Like yeah, what do no, you want? It, it is a very fun song. <laughs> hey, you gotta all caps it and it's got an exclamation point at the end of his name. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. And it's funny, I'm looking through his bio right now and his <laughs> His inspirations are Kid Cudi, 50 Cent, and DMX, which are, like, not things I would take away from listening to him. No. It's a combination. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't talk about the In the Club video, but we should Oh, yeah. I was going to... It's impossible to, to like... (laughs) This is a subject we'll be returning to every year and a half. Like, this is... You know, this is just something I thought that is just so permanent that we'd be easily able to, like, pull a pretty good podcast out of our ass with it and look would what would you guess yeah I, I love how just at the beginning of that video 50 cents like preparing to tour in australia i hate you i'm gonna end the podcast 